Welcome to episode 24 of Echo Screen, a podcast about uh, video game and pop culture news, and also just friends hanging out. Uh, my name is Blaze. With me, with uh, wow, already failed in the uh, in the opening. I guess I have to restart. Wow, loser. That's all right. Uh, with me this week is uh, Rob. Hello. And Anthony. I hope you didn't miss me. Welcome back after yeah, a, a long while, Anthony. Um, yeah, you dragged me back from my hole. We absolutely yeah, missed you, dude. Yeah. Of course. You just you're aloof and cool, and we just we want to talk to you. Uh, cool is a strong word, but okay. And we want to talk about our first uh, coverage today. Will be about the coolest thing I think I've ever seen in my entire life. And, what would uh, that be? The Monster Hunter movie trailer. Oh, man. See, cool is such a strong word for that trailer because that's the last thing I really thought when I saw it. Although it thinks it's very cool, honestly. No, it's honestly, it's the coolest thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life. That's a, that is a lie, knowing how you... <laughs> dude, you like Kingdom Hearts in Bleach. Don't lie to us. Yeah, but they don't have giant monsters and... Uh, yes, they mil- do! Military. Hold on. Yeah, military uh, guys who are like, we'll do whatever you want, Commander. We'll shoot that uh, Diablos or whatever it's called. I'm not a huge uh, Monster Hunter guy, so I don't... It seemed like a Rathalos, or I think it was the Rathalos. It's like a human Pacific Rim. Well, see, here's the problem, though. It's like, okay. (laughs) Like, you have this franchise, like Monster Hunter, like all these crazy monsters and these fantastical elements, and yet you, you, you choose to put it in a backdrop of, like, the most abused overdone backdrop of all like military like modern and military warfare aesthetic like like do we really need to see like modern rpgs in a monster hunter movie yeah like why does mo- the monster hunter movie need to be set in our world it's not no we're it's the it's the super mario movie method of having them go into the game world yeah. That's even worse. Yeah, they... they, they <laughs> That's they, even worse! They jump into a portal and go to another planet, which is here's the Monster a, Hunter planet. Here's a better idea. Why not just, like, set the movie from that planet from the beginning? How are we supposed to relate to these fantastic monsters if we don't have the director's wife? <laughs> is it the director's wife? Yep. Yeah, it's the director's wife. Yeah, if we don't have the director's wife um, uh, star in the film and have only her name on top of Monster Hunter... Um, and then I noticed also, that well, it, it kind of sure... takes the monster hunter appeal out of it because it just feels like this is a movie where you just get to watch Mila Jovovich just do her the same thing she does in Resident Evil, except this is a different Capcom game. So I'm imagining like if Paul W S Anderson like got the rights to do a Devil May Cry movie. Do not do this, by the way. Would but she be it, lady or would she be... No, Dante, no, would Dante be wouldn't even character. exist. Dante wouldn't even exist. Mila Jovovich would be the main character. She would be Dante. She, I don't no, even think she she'd would, be Dante. She would just be her own character. No, the awesome. thing is, like, the character she plays in the Resident Evil games is not a character in any of the games. Yeah, she's she's her she's just a weird OC character in the movies, and everything's just centered around her. I've never seen any of the the Resident Evil movies. So the, I can't the, well, the Resident Evil movies are like the are, are 
they're Resident Evil in like by the name and that there are zombies in it and there are fights. What, what, wasn't she in like movies with like vampires and werewolves? Uh, no, you're no. thinking of Kate Beckinsale and like Underworld. They would usually oh, make literally sequels. no difference in my brain. <laughs> I mean, they're really not that that different. It, they they are similar in the sense that they are the most two thousands ass action movies <laughs> in like the worst way possible. Oh well, man! Like they really want to be the Matrix super bad. Both and they of really them want to look cool. Both of them are film series that completely depreciated. After the second movie, um, like I've watched the first two Resident Evils and they're mm-hmm. fine. After that, well, they go off the rails because like Extinction isn't even based off of any other game. Like they're no. not even in a house. Like they're not even they're in, in the a desert or anything. They're in, they're in a post-apocalyptic apocalyptic desert, and there's just it's revealed that there's just like. Dozens and dozens and dozens of clones of Mila Jovovich for for some reason, and then they drop that in the fourth one. And they, aren't there like this... only like a couple that like she decides to bring into battle with her, and then that's dropped entirely? In no, the no, next... no. Like she uses all of them. Like it's revealed there's like a whole army of them. You don't see that many of them in the fourth movie, and then they just all blow up anyway. Because Wesker's in it now. <laughs> like, the, they they just kind of shoehorn in the characters from the games and just kind of tell the story around the Alice character. Yeah. Um, I can't really say much about Underworld. Is it based off of anything? or is it No, just its, it's, it's kind of its own thing. But it's like, it, it's weird. They had like... Two movies that like kind of go into their own mythology and everything. Then they had a <clears throat> prequel that basically told us everything we already knew, and um, then they made movies that tried going in different directions, but it just didn't really work. I don't know if it's the I'm... budget or if just they had a poor script. Well, like... I'm just surprised that they've just gone on for so long. Like, I'm pretty sure. The Resident Evil movies alone, like they have, they're like six, five to six movies in total, I think. Yeah. And they've been going on since like the early, early 2000s. Which, by the way, have we in the past um, discussed the casting of the new Resident Evil? We have not talked about the live action Resident Evil um, or the animated Resident Evil thing that they're making either. I didn't even know that they were making a live action Resident Evil thing now. Yeah, it's like... What it what is it like the um it's like the Hardy Boys or something, right? Am I wrong about that? It's uh it's like a teenage like backstory show. So like it's like From my under- series to Oh, you mean the CG it- series? I don't I don't know what which one of them is like <clears throat> is like talking about I if I'm maybe I'm making this up cuz it's been a few weeks since I I read about it, but like I believe it was about like the Wesker twins and or this could just be like some fanfic I'm writing right now on the show. But from my remembering of Chad ranting about it because he was like not too pleased and like Resident Evil is like his favorite franchise. Um, he was like, this is the worst thing that I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah, you know, I, speaking off of that, like I, I really want to hear Chad's opinions yeah. on the Resident Evil movies now. Oh, yeah. 
we might need to do a whole separate thing for like his views on the casting. Oh no, for sure. If we could get him on for uh, for anything, I know his schedule's kind of kind of uh, weird right now, but uh, yeah, we could probably do like an extra echo where he goes off on all his Chad stuff for like an hour. That'd be awesome. Because I remember seeing like the fourth Resident Evil in theaters, and it came out around the same time as Resident Evil Five, I believe. And so there are like YouTube videos of like uh, comparisons between the two. Oh, like the game and the movie. Well, yeah, because, yeah. like, so the character Wesker is in is in Afterlife, the movie, and they do, like, a shot-for-shot, shot, like, remake of some of his fights from Five. Hmm. And so there are YouTube videos that compare and contrast, like, how much more sloppy and clunky the movie version is compared to the game version. It's The choreography is so, sl- like, sloppy compared to the game. That's and tough. I don't know, I, like, I don't even think it's the fault, like, you can't blame it on, oh, it's a, it's a video game and they're animated, so clearly they're going to have more of an advantage. I'm like, no, I think if, if the Raid and the Raid 2 can exist, I feel like you, there, it is possible to choreograph a good Wesker fight. It's just the money you're willing to spend and the, like, the amount of, like, they care about doing this thing for an audience like like well, will it the make amount of time an, they put in too yeah it's it's all that stuff they don't if they don't care enough as like at the end of the day and the audience eats it up anyway okay <laughs> like all right well but here's the question though did did the audience really eat the resident evil movies up that much because they aren't exactly like cultural milestones did they make another one after that i mean i mean they did make a fifth one then they they ate it up enough for another one i think they did seven all in total i'll check that right now but but I, i guess my question is like do people like i'm talking i ain't talking like you know people who are resident evil fans or just like general horror I just mean like people like your average Joe Schmo, like, are they talking about like are they reminiscing about the uh, those old Mila Jovovich Resident Evil movies from back in the day? Because I don't think they are. No Some one. people I are mean, definitely doing that. I had a like teacher. yeah, like, I, but like niche people that are like in a really niche shit. Yeah. I well, completely agree with you. I had a like, let's see, late forties. Spanish teacher in high school that was like never played the video games or anything but was like oh man those resident movie those resident evil movies are awesome I can't wait for that new one that's coming out see like I'm I'm speaking of like um like you like okay like picture you're like in high school right now I'm talking like you're like the, the the kids that are in like the cool kids like the like the the those uh, like the would-be sorority chicks like would they be talking like reminiscing about oh remember those resident evil movies they were so fucking cool back in the day like i don't know man i don't I, see like a lot of the the the, the, the fucking um 20 somethings of today really remembering them that well i mean like it's it's this whole thing of I think you needed to be like invested at it like at some like from the start like you're just like 
Yeah. Okay, I gotta see where this is going next because if I remember, every single one would end on a crazier cliffhanger. Like, oh no, that they all did. They definitely yeah. all did. Yeah, I cannot uh, confirm if anyone in my entire life has talked about the Resident Evil movies fondly or that they just existed. I know one person that genuinely likes them. Okay, okay, good. It's K. K, like, K is the one person I know who genuinely likes them. Um, This is a public calling out of K. Um, If you ever hear this, which you won't, um, Anthony is calling you out. I'm calling you out. Uh, (laughs) I love you, but I'm calling you out, asshole. (laughs) Um, For liking those fucking movies. We've talked too much about a franchise that is good, but in video games and not in movies. Um, Hopefully it'll change. And Monster Hunter the movie looks like um, the best movie that will come out in the next decade. Because 2020 (laughs) has been going on for 20 years and maybe uh, it'll go on for another 30 at this rate. Uh, And then Blaze will be 85 by then. Only 85. I'll be a young man. Uh, <laughs> we'll still anyway, have our youth by then. The the sequel we all want to see, um, now in bookstores, the new sequel to the Twilight Saga series. Uh, what? The, really? Yeah. There, I, I was on Barnes & Noble. Uh, this week is Prime, uh, Prime Week, I guess Prime Day uh, 2020. Um, Amazon was doing it, but in preparation I was seeing like, I didn't personally get anything for Prime Day, so don't at me about it. But I was just like looking at what what deals around for everyone else who's doing deals. And Barnes and Noble was advertising. Um, I think it's called Midnight Sun or something to that effect. And it's the it's Twilight, the first book from Edward's perspective. And I heard about that. And I was just like, you know, I could have lived. 17 lifetimes without <laughs> knowing that exists. Hey, you know what? I guess there's more Twilight content for my grandma. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I didn't know I was uh, back in high school again, like a freshman in high school. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I think Twilight came out around the time I was like in sixth grade. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's tough that it's, it's back again for a new generation of Young well, boys. Well, when you say it's back again, <laughs> I, 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 I don't, is it, here's the thing, like, the, the Twilight. Robert uh, Pattinson has an age a day. They're just going to make new movies where he is now the uh, main, main character. Because Twilight, Robert Pattinson hates it. I, but he what, loves money. What if he was like, Maybe. you know what, looking back on it, it wasn't that bad. But, and then but, it's one of those things where, like, you put on rose-tinted glasses and he's back in the makeup and he's like, God, You know this. what, getting millions of dollars for this movie that I barely have to act in, awesome. <laughs> Sounds great. And you know what, the they can just though. 3D print my body and just all... <laughs> They'll get some guy that sounds like me, and I'll get all the the royalty checks. Sounds awesome. Well, here's the question: <laughs> Like, who is this really for? Because I think like most, I'm pretty sure like most of the people who like the, the Twilight, you know, stuff Anthony, kind of grew out of them, didn't they? That's a perfect transition to my next uh, topic to talk about: the boys. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, really? Now? Uh, no, I'm joking. We'll talk about the 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 boys later on, which. Uh, I watched the season uh, finale and 
Oh I boy, can I not talk about it because you guys haven't. I haven't seen anything yeah. of the boy. Exa- exactly. I still need to watch you, an episode. Of you can give yeah. us give us your reaction in uh, bodily sound effects of moans or grunting. Well, I don't want to um, peek the mic, so I'm just gonna say what I would do in in the only thing I would do is just scream for about 20 minutes straight at the top of my lungs. Is until this I a lost good scream or a bad scream? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, that show makes me so stressed out and anxious. Like, just like knowing that there's another episode coming out. I was just—I used to watch it while I was working, but then it made me too anxious that I couldn't work, so I just stopped watching it while I worked. And so I just watched it. I like delayed watching it for a few days, and then I like watched it so that it would be behind me and i didn't have to like worry about it anymore um and uh you know i like i it's like i don't watch horror movies like by myself because i don't i don't like that like anxious feeling and like being scared and like that like some people like the rush that you feel um from fear i'm not one of those people uh and watching the boys it gives me what i think the joy people find in horror movies is but it also leads to literal nightmares that I have about Homelander. Um, and that is not good. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad. I'm like, where's season three? But I'm also like, man, I can totally wait until uh, my mental health has recovered before, uh, before season three comes out. Uh, and that is my review of The Boys. Uh, and, and interesting news, just to move along, chugging along. Uh, Pixar and Disney, I guess, is uh, is sending their new movie, uh, their new animated film, Soul, which was going to come out in theaters, uh, directly to Disney Plus on Christmas Day. That's it's, great. Uh, yeah, no, I'm super excited to see it. It was I was more interested in this one than I was in Onward. I did see Onward and I did like the film, but it um, for all of my like nitpicks about it. Um, I'm just generally, I think Soul seems like a more interesting um, premise yeah, to me. Yeah, look, it looks like it's going in a different direction than most things we're seeing right now. So, Yeah, so more on that in December as it rapidly comes for us. Um, anyway, <laughs> Whatever you can read horror it. December is going to bring with it. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, I was actually, this is, I was going to make this joke at the beginning of the podcast, but I, I really forgot. It's Halloween month, the entire month of Halloween, the, um, the 10th month of the year, Halloween. That's the joke. Thank you for listening. Um, I was going to rename the podcast Echo Scream because it's, you know, spooky. Yeah. Yeah. Rob that's gets it. A knee slap. That's a knee slapper. Anthony I, loved it. He loved I, that joke. He loves when I make puns. No, I don't. That's a lie. Can He's you just make sure uh, to add in like the sound of thunder and like bats like flying when you say echo scream. I would if I had the budget for that, and our budget is zero, and my time <laughs> is zero. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's fair. I that's very funny though. I should I should work up to it. Um, maybe if we're still recording this time next year, I will totally do that. Um, yeah, but. As we as we uh, talk about now, I can just make all these great segues. Speaking of the future, haha. DC 
Comics has announced their new event called DC Future State. And uh, it was trending earlier on Twitter. Uh, I posted this message to Rob and Anthony specifically. And I, I, it's just like this roster of characters who are um, like Justice League affiliate characters. But they're all like all new, all different, basically. They're, they're, and uh, I was like, Anthony, tell me, Anthony and Rob, tell me what, what, uh, what's like spot the difference here. And pretty much within like, like uh, a few minutes, Anthony was like, why is Red X there? Yeah, no, 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 you missed that one <laughs> crucial detail. The first thing I said was, what in tarnation? <laughs> wow. Then I said, why is Red X there? Yeah, so um, to sum it up, DC's metal is ending soon. D- me- DC, uh, what is it? Heavy uh, metal? DC Dark Knight's Dark death Knight. metal. It's Death like, metal, heavy it's metal. It's comedically <laughs> over-titled. Uh, yeah, so that's happening, and we were all like, oh, cool, Scott Snyder doesn't want to do a new universe reboot, even though it's been five years and it's totally going to happen really soon. And DC, before, um, was it Dan Didio? Yep. Before he left DC, uh, he I guess he was planning, or they were planning this event called 5G, which is basically all it has nothing to do with the other 5G. So uh, keep your conspiracy tinfoil hats off your heads. Um, Same company, sta- though. It stands for like generations, basically. And it was, uh, from what I remember, it was going to just delve into the different generations uh, of of the characters. And so Future State is going to take two months of, of real lifetime and give us all new, all different versions of all the, like the Justice League affiliate characters, which I includes Red X, includes like a new Wonder Woman, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I believe I saw two different Supermen in there. Um, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be uh, him and his son. So yeah, it's. Uh, and I really like the art. <laughs> yeah, art's very nice. That is, uh, that's for sure. I'm interested in what the the lasting effects will be because it's like if it is in the future and it's just like an event book like i remember i i read something in the article on polygon that said like batman is dead in this continuity and it's like okay well i mean batman is never truly dead regardless of how far into the future you go to the year 3000 batman will be alive and he will be bruce wayne that's not like negotiable that will be the way it is um or even if not the batman of now which is bruce wayne and always will be um will somehow interact with your 3000 batman that's just the law of physics and time thank you that's my (laughs) ted talk uh so yeah when we know more as the new year rolls in and the comics start coming out and whatever the point of this future state is other than to be like, hey, we have diversified our cast of, of characters and we get to call them Wonder Woman and Superman and Batman. Um, okay, like Marvel did that already and it didn't turn out too well for them. Like people were just bored at a certain point. Um, it You have to show us, or, or like the fans fell in love with them 
for the original, like the original take. I'm not saying you can't make new characters, but I'm saying that make new characters, don't remake the old ones. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's kind of hard for your characters to stand on their own two feet when they're just so, like, not derivative, but they're so clearly piggybacking off of the the success Mm -hmm. of of the legacy characters. It's really hard for them to stand out. Yeah. Especially when you when the passing the torch can be really sloppy. It's it's a, like to use a specific example, they made um, oh what is his name, the Falcon. What's his like? Um, Who's Sam? Sam. They made Sam, Sam Captain America for a while, and I personally don't have a problem. And I think the run was actually pretty good. Yeah. But when when a like. Joe Schmo goes to see the the newest Avengers and or Captain America movie and you have Steve Rogers Captain America in the film and then I person who's never like purchased a comic in any shape or form goes to comic shop and says I want the newest Captain America book and they hand it to them and it's uh is it Sam Wilson? Yeah, that's Sam Wilson Captain America and they're like oh what? And then the comic clerk says yeah, that's Sam Wilson as uh, that's the Falcon as uh, Captain America, and the person will do one of two things: say, "No, thank you," or "That's weird," and then put the book back. Be like, "So, and uh, do you got anything with?" Him? Yeah, you got anything with Captain America? <laughs> like, like the, the Captain America that I'm more familiar yeah. with. Yeah, like, I get, I get what, why the like, and I think those stories should definitely be written but it's kind of like what are you you can't make a new number one and expect the the normies and by normies i'm not trying to be like gatekeepery or whatever it's yeah. just oh i i am but okay. <laughs> i don't care it's just it's kind of hard to increase like your market share if you are being um if you and like that's who you're like going for if they don't have any context well, it's, a ma- it's a hard thing because like comics are by themselves it's a very niche medium mm-hmm. so it's almost like what do you do because like you want to appeal to like the hardcore fans who've been around and that but you also have like this untapped market of people who might be interested in comics for sure through the movies or or like other like auxiliary media like television or video games and so they might want to read comics of the characters that they like are more familiar with so it's like oh, what what point do you do because like we're i feel like we're we're at a point in time with like with the quote-unquote geek culture where like we're past making comic book movies and video game movies for non-video game fans or non-comic book fans because it seems like everyone and their mother is a is a fan these days. Like they they, they people kind of get Spider Man and people kind of get the appeal of the Justice League and the Avengers and what have you. Yeah, they they're also they've just been in the collective unconscious since like like for DC forever and yeah, especially for, Superman. Just yeah, everyone knows who Superman is, everyone knows who Batman is, everyone knows who Spider-Man is. Like, people get it, they know, it's like in the back of their brain. It is like the American mythology at this point. Um, yeah. 
but like the Peter Parker origin story is so overdone. The Batman like origin story so overdone. We don't need to see those on the big screen over and over again, which that's what we are usually given over and over again. Um, and then we don't see that in the comics at all anymore. Yeah, because uh, like. Peter Parker is not a teenager anymore in the comics. He's, like, perpetually a 30-something-year-old guy. Yeah. And, like, he's been married he and not married like for a long time. now, or is there they dump that? What's that? What? Doesn't Peter own his own corporation now? Or oh, that was a while out? back. Yeah, yeah that okay, was that. dismantled. Yeah, he was, like, he was still doing that when he was, like, like uh, Doc Ock was controlling him. Like, when was the, oh. when was Superior? When was that run? I feel like that was like 2015. Was yeah, 2015. Oh. No. Was that earlier? Was that like 2013, 2014? No, I I, I think it was. Yeah, it was definitely early 2010. I know that. I will check because maybe it's earlier than that even. Yeah. I feel like it's in the. 20- it's been almost a decade since that happened. Wow. Wow. That seems so recent. I guess you just get older, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you know, the Wii U wasn't that long. Go and we still feel old the Wii too. The Wii. If only they called it that, people would have gotten that it was a sequel console. <laughs> it feels like a half console just by the name. Uh, it started in 2013. Okay. Oh, I was close. Sick. I thought it was 2012. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cool. And that's insanity. Uh, yeah, it doesn't feel like that. I guess it had to be because right after that was Spider Verse. So, Jesus Christ! Wow. Okay. Hmm. It's anyway. time. Time keeps coming for all of us. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think as far as things go with this, I I'm interested in a few of the titles. Um, but it, it I don't think it helps that like a lot of the titles i'm looking at are like older versions of the characters that are still like characters that we know like for real i'm very very interested in the i believe it's called i'm looking it up superman war worlds of war which seems to be like a john carter of mars version of superman with cool the older superman but it's like i don't know i think it's hopefully it should be good (laughs) again it's if it's right and it's gonna only be two months then i don't really see what's what's the issue with it i think it's a smart move to give it a shot and who knows maybe taking this and making a threat that comes from the future as a result of this event might be an interesting i would say it's it's fine with a character like Superman to experiment, because I mean he's been around for almost a fucking century now. But, like everything that could be do, done with Superman has almost been done. So why not just you experiment? You haven't done Superman and Hogwarts yet. That's all I'm saying. Okay, that might be a little too much. Honestly. Warner that Brothers. AT and T owns a Warner Brothers. Let's do it. They have the license. No, stop, stop, stop. (laughs) I am putting a stop to all of this. Money. It's free money. Um, And, you know, clearly we don't know where it's going. But finally, a company is willing to talk and show off 
what they've uh, got cooking for future release, and that is Sony, who is willing to show the PlayStation 5 UI, which stands for User Interface for people who don't know, which I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast if you did not know what that stood for, but, but hey, you're welcome either way. welcome you anyway. Yeah. Now give yes. us your money. All of us on this podcast knew what UI meant. Anyway, give me uh, money specifically. That was a great joke you made there, Rob. Uh, they finally revealed it in like an 11-minute video. At least that's where I like saw it. And previously, like Burger King announced, like they like showed Burger off the, King? Burger King showed off the PS5 startup sound in like this ad for where you can get like a PS5 through Burger King. Don't remember. It was weird. Uh, and I thought then, you were going to say the unveiling of the PS5 UI was in, inside a Burger King. No, no, no. But the uh, the packaging was revealed by Burger King. That's also true. Like the box packaging, uh, which is really funny. But uh, no, so Sony released it the same way they did the, the PS5 teardown. They basically had... Uh, like a UI presentation where they showed off like how the UI interacts with games, how you can suspend and like one game and jump into the other, how you can get like these tips and tricks in these like cards as you're playing the game in this like picture in picture mode. It's pretty interesting. Um, it looks pretty clean and very games focused, which that's like, they only showed off the games tab. There's like a games and media tab now. Um, and they're separate. Uh, it looks like, a really streamlined version of the uh, PS4 UI, which a lot of the particle effects, I guess you know what, you guys probably know what I'm talking about. The particle effects for like the PlayStation uh, 4 UI looked like an evolution from the PlayStation 3 and the um, PSP. Do you guys remember that? Like how they, like the, like the wave kind of yeah, thing on the crossbar? Yeah. So, like, when you update, you get those, like, weird lines that, like, like the waves that, like, shoot across or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. They kind of have that, and it's, like, more reminiscent to the, the previous era than the PS4 era, in my opinion. That's just the, the vibe I got. Um, it's interesting. It's just... It, it looks clean. I don't necessarily... I'm, I, I'm still getting used to it, personally. I'm pretty comfortable with the uh, current of like uh, state of how the UI for PS4 looks. So it will get like I'm not getting a console at launch, so they could change things uh, between now launch and whenever I get a PS5. But uh, cool, like it looks clean. That's all we can ask for. Some of the features are interesting. Uh, they're really making they really wanted to emphasize they don't want you to be distracted or leave the PlayStation experience in a way. Like, they made it a point to say, you don't need to go look up any any external things on your phone or computer to look up a guide or how to get through a puzzle or walkthroughs in any way. Here's this tips and tricks from the developer and or, like, a friend or other local users that well, you can just have picture in picture right here on like while you play the game. And that's pretty cool. We'll see what kind of support that actually has uh, and how much griefing is on that because I can only imagine. 
the bad actors out there. Yeah, so it's kind of a dry video. I feel it's, it's drier than the seven-minute-long uh, PlayStation 5 teardown, but hey, uh, apples and oranges, I guess, both fruit. Uh, moving on, more Sony news. There was a new update for the PlayStation 4 recently where there's a quote-unquote feature where Sony now will listen in to your party chat. That seems pretty nightmarish. Yes. Uh, how do you guys feel about that before I explain more? That feels dystopian. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fan, but... Yeah. Uh, well, the explain. reason, in a, in, a, in a summed up way, is that they are moderating it for, like, like... On a, on a on a basis of like good faith like so if you're being bad they will like let you know that you're being bad well here's the problem the problem is though like that's so relative though like the, to determine like what is and what isn't quote unquote bad i feel like i don't know i yeah. like, I, I feel like it's just there's like an easily easy slippery slope to go with on what someone can, can determine is quote unquote bad. It's actually oh get you in trouble for. So maybe Sony isn't actually. I'm reading further into it. Sony isn't recording your stuff. Say, okay. They say, but so they say. they're leaving it for um, peer moderation. And a notice that uh, you could be recorded by other people in your voice conversation. Well, again, my point still stands. Yeah, it's it's uh, it is uh, removing Sony from a legal. It it feels like they're not legally uh, like if 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 someone were to record it without their knowledge, without like their previous consent or knowledge, Sony is like, you we're putting this notice up. Now you by joining this, you have consented to the terms and conditions. We are not obligated in any way. Like, we're not on the legal hook in any way. That's how it comes off now, instead of it's just like big brothery. I don't play PlayStation. I haven't games I haven't used any voice chat feature or like party feature on a console since Discord existed. Like since yeah. the 360 era, I've never once used voice chat on my on my PlayStation 3, nor have I ever used it on my PlayStation 4. Same here. So I, I mean, I've played online, but I've never like done like any team speak type of thing on my console discord exists for a reason thank you yeah. discord so yeah that's about it uh i feel like the headlines for that have been wildly blown out of proportion so thanks headlines uh maybe have more honest reporting of your news instead of a uh, click grab but hey everything's run by money am i right uh okay so speaking of Everything being run by money, haha. Uh, Xbox, uh, Xbox has has like I didn't know if you guys know what uh, Joy-Con drift is, right? No, I do. Not. I do not. Oh, okay. Well, Joy-Con drift is pretty notorious from like every Nintendo Switch uh, user. Basically, your left Joy-Con at some point, on average, if you like play your system heavily, will just like 
start it'll like you it'll be in like the idle like position you won't even be touching it but your character will just be moving off in a direction like or like you'll be clicking something that you you aren't actually clicking because the inside of the joystick is like triggering a um a, a like command basically and so xbox apparently uh there's a, cl a class action lawsuit over um drifting xbox controllers where their stick from all of their models from like the xbox one to what seems to be the new xbox controller like xbox series x and s controller uh additionally both of the elite controllers both both versions of it seem to be experiencing at some point drift which they have uh there's like been photos released of it i'm reading the uh, video game chronicle uh article about it for anyone who wants to check out in more detail seems like some sort of liquid grease is like corroding the um like where the the joy con oh, the joy con the joystick would like would move around to make uh like to make the commands like register i guess in the least technical way to explain that so that is that that's all we can say it's it's uh it's interesting because nintendo is going through a lawsuit right now as well about a similar thing so uh cool great and uh yeah uh hey you guys know what crucible is no no I don't... okay so crucible was this game that amazon made it was like the first amazon game that they released and it was like a moba slash arena shooter it was kind of like their version of um overwatch or siege or uh, counter-strike or valorant and while it's not like those games like verbatim it's like in a similar genre ish um and it released into open beta went back into alpha then completely disappeared from the face of the planet and then they announced on october 9th that the game was canceled huh yeah basically amazon was like we're gonna cut our losses people didn't seem to like it or it wasn't like doing what we wanted it to and instead of investing any more money into fixing it we're just gonna move our resources over to our new game uh new world which is literally what it's called and other projects from amazon games and that's like weird that's so weird that's uh they like spent all this time and money and all these resources making this game and then uh they're just like yeah canceled very public like it happens sure but this was like one of the most public um things and obviously amazon has the the money to just drop millions and millions of dollars on a huge project and then just be like yeah it was all for experimentation we're gonna move on it's it's very strange that's yeah and the reviews for it were just it was bad 
It wasn't it. even out yet, technically. It was just like a beta, but like all the feedback, they, everyone was just like, yeah, uh, not great. A lot to be desired. Could have done this, this, and this better. And then they're like, cool, thank you for the feedback. We're, uh, we're going to move it back into alpha to, to address some of this stuff. And then, uh, yep, there you go. It's kind of like how Anthem never got any, uh, any, um, Dude, what rejuvenation. To bring back fucking Anthem. Well, yeah, I, some, I forget it exists sometimes. It's, yeah. what was it? The, the last time I heard about it, they said they're going, like, from the ground up, going to remake it. But. Yeah, no, that's never happening. No, I... I'm tempted to, like, that was a game that I was like, this could be really cool, but at the same time, like, Mass Effect Andromeda happened. And, yeah. and, and it looked yeah. like a more ambitious Mass Effect Andromeda. So. Yeah, I'm really concerned for, um, for the new Dragon Age, which they keep not showing anything for other than, like, concept art which you know a game is doing well and like on track when they just only show you concept art and staff members who talk about the cool things they're doing with concept art um yeah that's that's gonna be years off so i i'm uh yeah amazon is really aggressively getting into the game space and i think that this won't be the first uh game that they do this with if their track record continues. Um, they're being pretty aggressive, in my opinion, about it. But we'll see. Uh, I don't think I saw any like big layoff moves in like in response to this. It's more of like people will just continue, like they'll just be shifted over to other projects, which that's always good when people retain their jobs, obviously. Yeah. Um, if there's any silver lining, there's that. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I got for news topics. I think. Uh, I did have like a, a bridge topic, but honestly, it escapes me at this moment in time. I guess we can move on to the uh, the catch up section of the show where we find out what we've been playing, listening to, watching. Uh, all three of us uh, last week we watched Hubie Halloween on Netflix. Oh dear God! We did not. Uh, we did not do an extra echo, uh, like just or a commentary or anything on it, but. We all watched it together, and uh, we all had a great time. Just spoilers for the movie. It was incredible. And I don't, I don't think we should we should spoiler. Like, we should be yeah. as uh, spoiler-free as we possibly can when we talk about the film. Because I genuinely think that it is uh, worth watching, uh, especially with your friends, yeah, and especially during the Halloween season. It's definitely a movie that's season. better if you go in blind. But you sh- but you should know that look it's yeah. an Adam it's an Adam Sandler comedy film so if that is generally not your thing I probably would not go into it but if there are some fun but, stuff but I would yeah I would say it's less Jack and Jill and more like I guess I would say yeah. little Nicky. Um, I, it's way better I than it, Little Nicky. It's way better than it's like, Little Nicky. I put, it, I put it in the Waterboy Yeah, no, it, really? it has like way better of a production value than it ever should. Yeah. And the the writing, while it's not like rocket science, like it's, it's not the smartest sure. writing yeah. in the world. Like it's low 
it is rewarding mystery like it's a rewarding mystery that when the dots like connect and the story finishes you are i was satisfied with the ending at least like i felt that the components that went into that making that and the characters that while they were so strange all of them were so strange yeah it was really like fun to watch i was never bored the whole movie it's a very fun and the actors have fun yeah yeah i yeah, you can tell that they're enjoying the whole yeah. performance. There's a great, like, kind of uh, blooper reel at the ending mm-hmm. that kind of just makes you makes you happy. You can and, definitely tell they're all friends. And I, I, it, let it not be understated that this movie is so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Like, we were all sitting there like, I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, and, and there was like there were moments where we were like, okay, and the look, I guess this might happen, and then it started to go into that direction, and then it just left turned, mm-hmm. it, and it's just it's so wild. That would be my my biggest like you clipped out the one thing to put on the DVD. I would say it's wild. Anthony, oh, wild, wild, wild ride. First of all, please. I can, I can bleep that out if you want. <laughs> you fucked. Up. It's already bad enough. They use my. You use my. No one. It's already bad enough. No one will ever know. I, I can bleep it out. It's okay. It's movie magic here, just like Hubie Halloween. <laughs> yeah. And people people will think we said something much dirtier than we did. Don't worry. We only said Anthony's f- yeah, full name, including last name, but it's all right. Social security number. Social security number. Is 555 I don't know your address, so... Uh, Yo. His his uh, address is five eleven uh, hentai. No. Uh, <laughs> hentai lane. Hentai lane. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna bleep out this whole section. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be minutes long of. Uh, you want listeners then, uh, though? Huge yes. Leaps. People seem to be listening. Whether or not they're enjoying oh, themselves, right. that's a whole another ball game. But. Uh, you know how they can enjoy themselves? Watching Hubie Halloween on Netflix. Yes. It's, uh, we're not sponsored, but oh boy, we don't need to. This is our legitimate opinion. Uh, this is, it's just, this is it's le- fun. It, it, it's pretty inoffensive from yeah. what I recall. Uh, There's probably one or two things in there. Like if we went back and we were like, oh, that that's probably not great to say yeah. now or like that's yeah and it, i mean it is a movie in 2020 it almost feels it feels like i'm watching a movie out of time because what our reality is of like uh of the world right now the state of the world right now and watching this film like none of that ever happened which obviously was filmed previously so uh yeah. it's just like huh there was a reality where this movie was released and we were living in normal time yeah we could have been like in the world of hubie halloween trick-or-treating this halloween 
but That's, instead, yeah, we're just going to be here catching eggs in our thermoses and. <laughs> oh, the thermos! If talk about oh. talk about what there, this thermos, you have to watch the film for this thermos. It is and, the, uh, it is the most powerful item in the entire universe. Yeah, like you think Thor's hammer, you think a keyblade, you think a lightsaber. No, it's this thermos. It's uh, so yeah. powerful. That is a great takeaway. Um, yeah, and uh, that's all I got for that. Uh, do you guys, did you guys, I have a game to talk about, but did you guys, uh, watch, uh, play, I read watched anything? Uh, Loop on uh, the third movie. Anthony? Uh, not too long ago. Is it it's the a new movie. one, or is it an old one? I think it's, um, okay. hold on, I'm gonna look it up right now. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up right now. Yeah, it's is the, the one on Netflix? Of Ca- Ca- uh, Cagliostro. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I watched that. It's a I think Studio yeah. Ghibli had something to do with that one, I know, or before I know they were Studio Ghibli, something like that. It it really yeah. is. I had it's a, a lot wonderful of film. Like really I, I might honestly get more into Lupin the Third than this. I'm waiting for that that new is CG one. That yet? looks so good. Um, it's not. It's been out in the um, in Japan, and it comes to theaters, I believe, at the end of this month, and it's out on digital in December. Uh, I can't believe it's still going to be in theaters, though. It it really um it was that was only announced recently. I believe we ca- talked about it a couple weeks ago on the show. But yeah, I'm I'm patiently waiting for that dub. Also gonna um, be, uh, for sure. I also it looks playing, so good. Uh, Devil May Cry four. Yeah, well, th- well, the thing again? is, those games are made to be played again, and like just to do better each time, and also get all the moves so you can learn how to play correctly. Because I want my Dante to be galaxy brained. I will find a way to understand the galaxy brain mechanics of Dante, and that will that will also apply to five when I play through that as well. Have you played uh, I've five played before through a or yet? Bit of it. Like, I own it. Like, I'm still trying to wrap it? my head around V because V okay, is okay. so drastically different from all the other characters. V was the uh, really? was my favorite to play as. Have you yeah. played any of the other ones before, or is this like your first? I previously have never played any of the other Devil May Cry games, but from uh, from playing as. Uh, Oh, what's his name? Oh, Nero. From playing as Nero to play, uh, Nero really? is my least favorite to play as. Really. V was my favorite to play as, and Dante was what my second Nero favorite to play as. Like what about Nero? Did you like the Uh, he felt like Dante with less options. He just felt like, uh, I and I didn't necessarily like his uh robotic arm i'll say this I, like didn't maybe do just it because for me. i haven't played through through nero's like I've, like through the whole game yet to really get grasp the full like might of his set yet because i kind of have that mm-hmm. opinion too especially after going from four to five because the devil bringer yeah. is way I, isn't as galaxy brains 
there is a point later in the game, which I can't really talk about unless I talk spoilers, but I'm not going to, um, where Nero gets um, some more options, let's say. Let's just put it that way. And that makes his um, combat more fun than Dante for me. So um, it does improve with time, but for the majority of how you're playing as him, uh, I felt that it was just like more shallow it was like more flashy I think it's and more shallow they want than to make Nero the um, kind of the gateway character for like non-dmc fans he felt that way he felt he between like the two drastic like the classic I would say Dante is like I I don't know specifically but Dante seems like he plays pretty much like he would play in the other games but uh, Nero felt like this is the beginner neutral character, like well, the way you'd pick a character in Smash at that point. And V felt very specific, very different. Um, and I liked the way V played. That's all I got on that, though. So, oh, and Anthony's gone. Lost. Well, Rob, you can go into uh, what you've been watching, reading, or playing uh, if you like. Um, let's see. I I haven't been, like, kind of watching anything for pleasure really recently. Um, but mm-hmm. for kind of work, uh, well, schoolwork, I've been watching the most insane thing that I never heard of before. And it's called The Goofy Success Story. And Interesting. And it's basically the untold origins of Goofy. And it sets the line of reality for the Disney cartoons and Goofy's personal Hmm. life within the universe of the whole thing. And apparently, Goofy's, like, real name isn't Goofy. It's Dippy Dog. I don't... What? What? Yeah, it's, it's insanity. And... I don't know if I like that. There are things that (laughs) people should just not know, in my opinion. Okay. That's one. So of them. you might want to bleep the uh, the re- the reveal of his name, so that way the audience doesn't have to be cursed. Uh, it's all right. They the can audience. be cursed. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, it basically describes that Goofy was just a regular guy who went to go see a movie, and he just he just started laughing, and there was a talent scout in there that was like, he has the greatest laugh in the world. We need to hire him. And it eventually goes to the lengths of like Goofy, like doesn't win an award show. And he's like tempted by the ocean to drown himself. And then like, he's classic, classic Disney lighthearted story. <laughs> and then like the ocean, like he like says, sorry, ocean. I just got a roll for another part. And they're like, they're like, Oh yeah. And then the ocean tries to take him. And, like, it's, like, the biggest... That's terrifying. Yeah, it's, like, a... It's a... That is truly a wild ride. Ew, no. Um, wild rides. <laughs> yeah. And it basically sets up any character that looks a little bit like Goofy in the old cartoons is Goofy playing an actor in there. So any character that... He's playing multiple roles. And... Hmm. Um, Apparently, uh, his home life is real, and but 
whenever he's with Donald and Goofy, uh, I mean Donald and Mickey, it's all them acting together. Wow. Wow. So it's wow. it's all been a lie, is what I'm here is what I found out. And how does Everything's that make Everything's a lie. And how does that make you feel? Well, I'm getting the rope ready right oh. now, so that's a bit of a. Oh. <laughs> oh. To tie myself oh. to my friends and spend time with them. Only. Only in a, in a um. In a pandemic-free pandemic world. <laughs> Uh yeah no that's heavy that's uh that's wild what's what's the name of that the um, goofy success movie, story it was an old fashioned cartoon talking about basically how Hollywood corrupts actors using vehicle using the vehicle of Goofy to do so it, wow. wow and I'm doing a project on the life of oh, Goofy wow. in in Hollywood so it's very strange altogether that's honestly that's kind of amazing um that's kind of wild uh i i'm uh i'm looking forward to hearing more information as you learn more or as the project wraps up that i'm very uh i like while it's kind of disturbing as a fan as like a human being that is curious i'm wildly fascinated with that that kind of like thing so that's Awesome. Thank you for uh, sharing. <laughs> Anything else that you've been, uh, I don't know, consuming as a, uh, in media-wise? I've just been, uh, just been very happy in uh, kind of just uh, spending time with a, cu- with a couple of friends down here. Um, nice. I don't, I don't want to, it's a, there's a lot going on. Good thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sweet. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I only have one thing left to talk what about. What is it, Blaze? want to uh, listen to this. What is it, Blaze? Oh, shit. Oh, it's Catherine Fullbody. What? I talked about it last week and um, how I was like, man, this is kind of cringy uh, and edgy from 10 years ago. And uh, man, I was so impressed with Vincent as a character. I thought he was like the coolest guy around. Also, same mentality who thought Scott Pilgrim from Scott Pilgrim was a cool guy at age 17, which maybe that's the point of these types of media. And when you get to an age where you're uh, more more worldly, you're like, man, these people are scum. But uh, yeah, uh, Vincent in Catherine Fullbody is not good he's a very bad person uh and the game tries to frame it like he's a bad person by everyone telling him he's a bad person and that he's doing something wrong but while they're doing this they're also like hey so aren't you like so like you're doing this bad thing to this person you're supposed to be in love with and also tell us about the person you're cheating on her with and also uh we're just gonna still be your friend and have no problems with you, other than like I mean, just calling I mean, you a bad person. You're still but, your boys, you know. You just gotta, you, you gotta look out for the homies. It's just, you know, like don't for, don't. For yeah, no, it's homies. not teaching the right message. From like, like, ult, like ultimately, I guess it works out, but also 
This game takes place within like a week and a half, like maybe 10 days, depending on the route you take. And so from day one, uh, Vincent, this is not a spoiler in any way. Uh, this is the premise of the game. Vincent is dating this woman uh, named Catherine with a K. I've, I think I feel like I did this last week, but let me do it again. Cause like, oh boy, I beat, I beat Catherine. Let's, uh, let me, let me uh, really fast. I beat Catherine full body. I don't have to play this game again. Uh, and play, revisiting it after 10 years or nine and a half, whatever it's been. Uh, nine, nine years, three months, whatever. doesn't matter at this point. Revisiting it uh, from my brain from when I was 17, being like, man, I really enjoyed that game. Thank you uh, for that experience, Atlas. To now 27-year-old, man, I did not like that game. That was bad. And you know what the only difference was besides like the extra content? What? None. Oh I got God. the same exact so ending I got when I was 17. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they added like they added a third Catherine um to the game. And there's like for the first half of the game, they're like really homing like honing in on on um, this new Catherine as being like an integral part of the game and then depending on your choices like I guess in the game you either get this new third route which just like beelines the game into only that new Catherine's direction and it feels pretty natural based on on that route still like uh, really poor um, it's poor storytelling Personally, I thought the the subject matter that they were trying to cover and that they previously had covered in the original version in some aspects were just like bad writing and like mostly ignorance on the certain topics that they thought they were being like really um, uh, like open and understanding and uh, thoughtful about. But they were not. Um, it felt like someone who uh, was quote unquote woke writing a thing that they thought was the right like way to talk about it that's personally how it came off i'm sure the intentions i uh, let me let me rephrase i hope the intentions were genuine uh it just did not hit the mark that they were aiming for and i think that uh why widely the reviews for catherine full body reflect that that uh sentiment it's all ju just um, like wow Catherine was uh wasn't great <laughs> yeah yeah well like I don't know the world was a very different place back when like the original Catherine yeah. came out and I mean I was a 17 year old when I played it and I thought that it um it had like a good moral at the end like either way it's like you're either an immoral like it had a moral gauge like literally like it's either you like are bad and you get like you you like give in to like earthly desires let's say or you are the moral person and it, that's literally the difference between the two catherines which i described last week on like what their differences and style and the way that they were um visualized which i don't really necessarily agree with um anyway and with the third catherine with the third route they were um trying to say something uh and i think that what they were trying to say 
and what they said are very different. I I think that the, what they were trying to say with having uh, the third Catherine and like their whole backstory was very uh, was like good in concept, bad in execution. That's all. That's a that's about all I have on that. Uh, and that's really all I have on this game is good in concept, bad in execution. I will say that I'm happy to have played it the first time and with the uh, the content that is included in full body if that was in the original release I feel like I would have um, really appreciated that uh, extra perspective and dimension from when I was a kid basically um, and then having it now it really it, like I do appreciate the time that I in, like reinvested into the game and like the fact that I purchased it so that I could um, see how much development I person like how much personal growth I went through uh, between now and then from like finishing high school going through college I remember playing it for a second time with a, a group of friends uh, during this time of year actually uh, at college and we did the uh we did the other end. we did the quote-unquote bad ending like on purpose and that was fun so yeah uh i'm glad to have replayed it because it really makes me it really makes me understand how i grew up as a person and the lessons i've learned in my like open worldview in a lot of ways and then it also makes me appreciate atlas as a company who from this game went on to make persona 5 which boy does that have um problems in like a lot of aspects but it's way more uh hits the mark and is is better more matured than uh catherine full body ended up being and that that's what i got on that <laughs> nice that thank was, you that was a ted talk <laughs> anything else guys yeah, yeah, I don't know. I can't talk about the game uh, in in more detail other than spoilers. If you're at all interested in Catherine Full Body or Catherine Classic, as it were, and you want to play it, pick it up. Catherine Classic's super cheap. I do think that the the new content is interesting enough to at least uh, encounter, and it's all up on YouTube. Which I mean, you didn't hear it from me, basically. Uh, so. You can either watch all the cutscenes, or you can play the game, which goes on sale regularly, both versions. Uh, I think it's worth playing at the end of the day. Um, but uh, I wouldn't get your hopes up for like what's what felt to me as as uh, like brilliant storytelling when I was seventeen and very impressionable. It now feels like. Uh, really ham-fisted in a lot of ways and also just like not the values you want to be teaching uh young people especially uh uh young men about relationships so that's about that uh yeah oh yeah that's in the that's uh rob you just sent an image i'll just say it uh and that's in the opening cutscene. That's what, that's part of the new content. There's, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, uh, like, censor-wise, <laughs> we can say what I have just sent. 
Yeah, it's the new Catherine, and she um she does the classic anime trope of how uh she meets uh Vincent, the main character, and from classic anime trope, people familiar will understand that's like one of three things. And uh, you know, let's leave it at that. Let's end the podcast, guys. I think that's a that's a good one for this week. If there's anything else you want to talk about to wrap up the show, uh, now would be the time. I ain't got shit. Bye, everybody. <laughs> see you. See you whenever, I guess. Perfect. Perfect. Hopefully, we'll have Anthony on more frequently, but hey, everyone's schedule is different. Uh, Rob and Anthony, thank you for both uh, being on this week. And uh, a link to any every everyone's uh, social medias down below. And uh, thank you to any new listeners. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free uh, to to uh, at us on Twitter or wherever else you feel comfortable with any questions, comments, or concerns, news topics you want us to cover for that matter. And uh, if you do enjoy our show enough to share it with your friends, please do that as well. All right. Thanks for being on, guys. And uh, we'll catch you next week for episode 25. All right. Bye. Bye.